You are this AFM. Let's go to our next guest. I'm hoping they're on the line. They're on the line. Yay, they are on the line. Let's talk about, uh, this was a story that we found, what I found in News 20, uh, Sport 24. But I didn't really want to talk about the person who wrote the article and who was interviewed. I wanted to talk a little bit more and a bigger story of that. Uh, the original article, Opa Mahoje, South African rugby needs to stop thinking men don't cry. There's a whole host of stories about Opa Mahoje and how he was struggling and how um, he was he was injured and he traveled overseas, came back still struggling. Uh, it was a battle of the mind. Uh, men, Mahoja realized the fight wasn't going to be fought through physical strength and fitness alone. It says it was a battle of the mind. Sometime now, the man from the former Klokwai has been seeing a psychologist. Uh, to quote him, it says, it's been hugely valuable to me. I feel so strong about therapy that I'd recommend it to every professional player. Well, let's talk to a clinical psychologist. Dr. Kokecho Tsebe uh, has been very excited to be on the radio, even made her own picture for the Instagrams and the social medias. Doctor, thanks for joining us. <laughs> uh, good evening to you, John, and good evening to the SEFM listeners. Thanks for having me. There's, there's a lot to talk about. Let's start with the, the Opamahoje angle. All right. Uh, for sports people, I imagine, and we've spoken about two, two sports people before on this program, what were the lockdown affecting their livelihood? Obviously, injuries are a big thing. Uh, we always hear about sports psychologists. How important is that for a sports person? Um, thank you so much. It, it's important because remember, athletes experiences on and off the pitch issues. So it, it's important uh, to build a sporting culture that has knowledge and athletes' mental health needs are as important as their uh, physical health needs. And that both the physical and mental health, they are likely to contribute to optimizing the athlete's overall well-being in conjunction with their performance excellence. Uh, because, for, for instance, poor mental health can impact on the well-being of an athlete and therefore impede on their performance. So uh, there, there should be an environment uh, that promotes mental health, that focuses on proactive approaches and also any detection of mental health symptoms and managing psychological difficulties. So it shouldn't be a case of, because uh, the question sometimes is, when do we employ the services of the psychologist? Is it when there's a crisis, you've, you've spoken about injury, or when the team is not performing well, it's underperforming. Mm -hmm. But it shouldn't be a crisis-driven. This should be uh, somebody who's there, um, who, who's there always to be able to focus and attend to the mental health. So it's very much important uh, because also, um, come to think of it, psychological uh, well-being plays a role in sports performance. I mean, consider variables such as your self-esteem, motivation, mm. mental toughness, managing anxiety, and also even the ability to relate well with uh, with others. So happier, uh, happier players lead <laughs> to better performance, and which also might also impact on more wins. So it's important to have a good mental health. We always think of, of sports psychologists as being motivators. You get out there, you go get them, and you know, the, those motivational speeches that you hear people doing. You never think about them having to, uh, to, to help an athlete through the dark times. Yes, definitely. It's, um, not only overlooking the fact that as a psychologist, if you are attached to a team, you work on the overall emotional and psychological health of an athlete. So somehow you... you 
Your work is specifically on their psychological well-being. And you can focus on a number of things. Psychologists working with the team, they can also provide a psychological intervention that is related to the performance of an athlete. And also, as I've said, work, focusing on personalized experiences. Mm. Because remember, um, let's say, for instance, in, in, a, in, a, in the life of an athlete, they go through a range of um, emotional experiences which can be positive or negative. There are athletic, uh, athlete-specific uh, respective and general respective uh, that uh, might lead to poor mental health. Athlete-specific uh, respective include inability to live up to the expectations, mm-hmm. uh, sports-related injury, concussion, and losing important games, where else the general risk indicators uh, could include poor social support or uncomfortable life events. So when the psychologist is adopted, uh, they not necessarily uh, focus on the motivational aspect only. They focus on a variety of factors right. which can impact on the overall performance of an athlete. Because remember also, if athletes also have personal difficulties, that is of the pitch, they also somewhat impact on them as an individual, which also impact on the entire functioning of a team. Because if another person, one of the players is not okay, uh, and you're required to be a team player, also the team would also be mm. suffer or rather be impacted by probably poor or compromised mental health. Uh, the one thing you you mentioned as well is getting along with your teammates, and it's something that uh, you know I, I I work with Ben, and that's about it really. It's you know I do everything individually, so I don't understand that. But you help me out. Uh, uh, you you have to go on and get along with your teammates on the field. I I imagine a lot of work goes into that as well. Yeah, team cohesion is very important. Actually, there is a certain literature that um, empirical evidence that comments more about the importance of team cohesion for the uh, ability of a team to be able to gel, uh, for the ability of athletes in a team to be able to relate. And remember, in a team uh, context, there will always be certain players that you're probably close to. Uh, you probably even um, are close to after the game of the pitch, rather. Mm. So it's important for the team to have that sense of cohesion, to have that sense of collectiveness, because at the end of the day, you're working as a team, you also, as much as you set individual goals as a person, let's say you set to say you want to be top goal scorer, it's also probably the aim, the collective goals of a team to want to probably get clinch the league or get top eight or whatever goal mm. might be. So it's a case of having your own individual, having the ability to adapt to individual needs or goals and be able to relate and establish them on a collective level. Uh, what about the stigma of going to see a psychologist? St- uh, stats here, 37% uh, would prefer to consult a team-affiliated psychologist. 28% will employ a private practitioner. That's one in three. That's not very many. Yeah, uh, I think um, the stigma attached to mental health is one of the uh, hindrance uh, for athletes to, to be able to require the service of, of a psychologist. Probably the, the stigma which could be driven by a variety of things, uh, which might include that some people are not really knowledgeable about what a, a psychologist do. Mm. Um, uh, some might be worried if probably if this is a team psychologist would somehow influence on the selection processes. And um, probably others are in denial of their problems. Or probably they are not aware that how how serious or severe their their problems are going through, on how it also can impact on them in the long run, together with the team. 
So it, it is something that is um, it's, it's the stigma that would um, somehow discourage at least to seek mental health. As I said, it's important to create a sporting culture or rather environment that promotes uh, mental health, that psychoeducated. And um, the coaches, uh, they would usually play that role to be able to, to encourage at least to, to speak about their frustrations, their concerns, to see a professional. And also, at least them also are encouraged to educate themselves about their well-being. Because remember, only when you seek help, psychological health, it's not only when you have difficulties. It can also be because of self-development or recovery, discovery, or learning better about yourself. That can also assist you to become a, a better performer or athlete. The the Open Mahoji article is about men don't cry. What about the stigma? There's, there's talk about not just necessarily seeing somebody, but uh, yeah, the 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 old school manliness is falling away. We're moving into this new world. Uh, is that something that sportsmen, especially the quote unquote manly sports, are getting their heads around? Yes, um, I think culture and um, culture is dynamic. Uh, the way things were received previously. And as you said, that men don't cry. Um, it evolved over time, and um, you see also people speaking out, men speaking about their ability to want to do that. Well, there's others that would still feel that they need to uh, maintain a strong face because uh, men don't cry. Mm. But with time going on, we be, we can see men uh, coming to to take that stance to want to empower themselves and take care of their mental well-being. I guess if there's one place you're going to see men cry is in a sports field, right? The losers, yeah, the, the emotions are so much that you're going to see men cry on a field. Yeah, definitely. I think we've seen some matches where they, they would literally cry, maybe missing an opportunity, or maybe if one is injured, yeah. Uh, obviously, we, you know, we want to bring this back to everyday Joe. Uh, when, you know, we, we talk about all the same things. Everybody has a job. The sports people, we just see it on the TV. Everybody has a job. They need to get along with the team. They need to have the same pressures. Uh, they might have a bad day as well. They might underperform with, with expectations. So I guess all of this applies to everybody in their working life, right? Definitely. So how do we? What have we learnt then? Now, it, is is everybody like a sports person? We should go see a psychologist. Yeah, I, I would encourage. Uh, I would encourage everybody to, to seek mental health. Uh, as I said, that it's uh, for, for in a context of sports, the role that the psychologist focus on is it, 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 it's quite broad, and it's not necessarily crisis driven. Uh, where there's difficulty, there's a lot of things that one can focus on um, to develop themselves as an as an athlete, to to work on certain things probably that you might not be aware of. You mm. probably don't know what is your strongest uh, strength or points, or probably there are things that you can work on your your weaknesses, which could be limiting you to grow, to become a certain athlete that you've always wished to. To work on. I also I believe in self development. You know, uh, John, you, you, one never stops learning about themselves. One never, as much as one continues to train physically, it's also important to train mentally. Mm-hmm. To also get to know yourself better, to know which strategies do you employ, exploit, on further to deal with. 
maybe pressure or performance anxiety and planning your life after you know after playing you know for retirement so one should seek uh, mental health to for, for those uh, reasons mm. a variety of reasons that can also help them my guest in SFM, clinical psychologist, Dr. Kekocho Tsebe. Uh, doctor, I just want to sort of finish off. When when one, I've, I've never been to a psychologist, but I have seen plenty in the movies. Is it, you know, how was your father? How was your mother? What was your early childhood like? Am I going to lie on a couch? Am I going to cry? What happens when one goes to a psychologist for the first time? Okay. Um, for the first time, when one goes to see a psychologist, um, Every psychologist has their own entry point, mm-hmm. but the important context, uh, first-time context, what uh, a psychologist we focus on is to build rapport, to build a trusting relationship because you want to, 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 to be able to open up for somebody. So you must create an non-judgmental environment and uh, to build rapport because remember, if we're still going to engage, you need uh, a client or a patient need to be trusting mm. of the therapy to be able to open up about anything. And also, the administrative part is important for them to get an informed consent, which we are binded by the HPCC to get it, and to take an intake interview. And then we explore on what brought a client to the session. And that would, would be driven by... It depends on the interest of a therapist, what is their entry point once they've done the essentials. But you need to take a thorough intake interview as well mm. to to understand the athletes, where they are coming from, everything essential. And then deeper, explore deeper on the reason for the referral, what brought them to be able to assist them. Clinical psychologist, Dr. Kikocho Tsebe, thanks very much for joining us here on Sport Tracks. Thank you so much. Uh, good evening.